Today is the memorial of St. Pius X. And what we would have said last year was, he was the only, he, he is, we would say a year ago, the only pope of the 20th century to be canonized. Well, now he's one of three. <laughs> Thanks to John XXIII and John Paul II. Pius X was known for a number of different things, but the two, he was known for his personal holiness, something that really shone in the way that he conducted himself. He also made great emphasis on Catholics frequently receiving communion. Now, we have documents going back hundreds and hundreds of years of the church calling people to receive communion frequently. The fact that they kept on doing that meant that people weren't doing it. In the Middle Ages, people had such a sense of their unworthiness, an unhealthy sense of their unworthiness, that they would not go to communion. They would just come and see the host be raised and have an ocular communion. And no matter what the church said, that's what people did. Pius X got through. And it is thanks to Pius X that people now have an understanding of what the early Christians did about frequent communion. Our first reading today is from Ezekiel, and Ezekiel has finally gotten through a lot of the really dark stuff of being in the Babylonian exile and talks about God's promise to us. This is a well-known passage about the restoration, a promise that's made real to us through the Eucharist every day. Our gospel is a challenging passage, but can be tied to first, the first reading today with a call that we have to be open, to have open hearts to receive God's message. Well, we will probably hear this gospel again on the weekend of October 12th, but I'm not sure. Because October 11th is the feast of St. John the 23rd, and we may petition the bishop to celebrate him that weekend. But we must say something about this fairly challenging gospel passage. Who doesn't want to go to a wedding celebration? Lots of people. Because of the crowds, the time, the money. Will you know anybody else there? We have to make an effort, as we have to make an effort in prayer when we go to a celebration. But if we make the effort, we will be richly rewarded. And why was this man thrown out of the party at the end? In the time that this parable was told, the king would have provided wedding garments for everybody. All he had to do was put it on. And the message here is, again, we must make some kind of effort. We must open our hearts to receive God's mercy. The Eucharist is the source and summit of Christian life. It is the ultimate expression of our faith. It is a faith in verbs. The Eucharist is taken as we are chosen. The Eucharist is blessed as we are blessed. It is broken as we are broken. And then it is poured out and shared for all the world. At Mass, we rehearse the heavenly banquet. We consume Christ to become more like him. Most of you here were here for at least a few moments of Eucharistic exposition and benediction. 
In that form of adoration, we re-energize ourselves for going back into the world to witness to others that we are chosen, we are blessed, we are broken, and we are shared. It is then that God's promise through Ezekiel will be fulfilled. If we open our hearts, we will be given new natural hearts instead of hearts of stone. We will be filled with the Spirit. We will be gathered as one people. We will be reconciled. We will be freed of impurities. And then we will truly be God's people.